getting approached by a couple of coyotes uh, right before the pandemic happened. I went running at like 5 36 o'clock in the morning and I lived on the other side of town. And so um, I, I know that side of town, like the back of my hand and these two coyotes popped out of the golf course and they were looking right at me and they, for the first time they were coming towards me. And I, cause I froze, I just stopped. And all of a sudden <laughs> I could just see myself cause it was so funny. I just start waving my hands and screaming and barking back at them and they ran off. It was the craziest thing. And I'm like, if someone just saw me do this, <laughs> wait, you are, bark. I barked and I screamed and I <laughs> waved my arms like, you know, that like that clown thing with the, with the wind. I did everything and they ran off and I waited a few minutes and then I kept running. Hey everybody, you are listening to the Rise and Run podcast with BB and Nick where running equals sanity plus strength plus happiness. Let's talk about that. Today we're going to talk about running safety for women. Let's talk about that. Let's. <laughs> and we mean safety in, in, in the sense that there are humans and there are animals. <laughs> there are humans and there are animals. And I think those are the two things that I think any runner needs to really pay attention to. Let me ask you this. Which do you think would bother you coming across a vicious animal or coming across a human with bad intentions? Oh, coming across. Oh, that's. Ooh. I would say an animal because you don't know what they're going to do. I almost said a human, but I think an animal uh, because I remember getting approached by a couple of coyotes uh, right before the pandemic happened. I went running at like 5, 36 o'clock in the morning and I lived on the other side of town. And so um, I, I know that side of town, like the back of my hand and these two coyotes popped out of the golf course and they were looking right at me and they, for the first time they were coming towards me. And I, cause I froze, I just stopped. And all of a sudden <laughs> I could just see myself cause it was so funny. I just started waving my hands and screaming and barking back at them and they ran off. It was the craziest thing. And I'm like, if someone just saw me do this, <laughs> wait, you are, bark. I barked and I screamed and I <laughs> waved my arms like, you know, that, like that clown thing with the, with the wind. I did everything and they ran off and I waited a few minutes and then I kept running and it was, it was crazy. And it's funny because after I did that, I found an article and it literally tells you that if you see a coyote during the daytime, you should exhibit caution as that coyote may have been, you know, get it, they, it could get used to humans and they'll be more likely to attack. So if you're approached by a coyote, you should yell, wave your arms, and or throw something at the coyote. I am not throwing anything at him, but um, I did scream, bark, yell, and wave yeah. my arms. And it worked. I always, I always think of, like, did you ever learn in grade school? Maybe it was from, like, a show or something. If you ever came across, like, a bear, you're supposed to lift your shirt up over your head and make yourself big. That's what I – I would do that with any animal. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I would never be big. That bear would be like, what the hell are you doing? I'm, I can eat you. <laughs> one fell swoop. I also heard if you see one coyote, they're not by themselves. Right. No, they're never they're by like themselves. They're, like, scouting or something like that, but they're, yeah. they're never by themselves. Yeah. My other coyote story is again, 530 in the morning, I actually had a running partner and we were having, we knew the route so well. And 
we were having a good time with conversation. Our pace was great. And then we come up, we come up towards our community library and we look up and there's these two coyotes. I swear they, they were the biggest coyotes I'd ever seen. And I was like, what the hell is that a dog? Or is that a coyote? She's like, those are coyotes. And she's like, don't. And at that time she was like, just, she said, just keep running. I'm like, we're going to run past them. And she's like, just keep running. Trust me. <laughs> And so I did what she said and we kept quiet and kept running and they, they scurried off and it was, it was nothing. I remember looking back like at least 10 times and they, they never followed us or whatever, but that was, that was crazy scary, but Ooh. she had been used to seeing these coyotes all the time. Um, I, and that was like the first yeah. time I had ever dealt with them. And, um, and apparently in that particular area, before they built all those houses, it's, there's a story that they killed off like thousands of coyotes before they built on that land. So it's kind of sad oh, actually. So they're still okay. there and they roam the um, golf courses. I'm not going to say what area, um, but it's here in San Diego, um, but they still roam the golf courses. They still eat the small dogs and it's really kind of sad, but yeah. Yeah. But that was, those were like my scariest runs as far as an animal's concerned. Have you had a scary run with an animal? Uh, <laughs> not really. Um, okay. the only, I mean, I've had two encounters. I've had three encounters ever in my life with coyotes. One, my husband and I were walking down the street in North park on the sidewalk and a coyote was just, he was just trotting down in the middle of the road. He, he did not care about us. He was super yeah. close. Yeah. It's again, they're just, they're just comfortable. And then the other time was, and this is where I, my husband actually was the one that taught me about like, if you see one, be careful, there's more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was at, uh, Roar park walking with the boys and so it's um Oof. if you go into that that second golf course area and you kind of walk in that trail area mm -hmm. we were over there and I really wasn't like because they were next to me but they weren't like close to me so the the little guy was actually like a step or so behind me like picking mm -hmm. up rocks or whatever mm -hmm. and a coyote ran across he was maybe um like a yards away or something like that but he ran across the path you know, looked at us, but just like kind of casually ran across the path. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was kind of like, oh, boys, look, a coyote. Oh, man, my little guy was like, he's tiny. He was right behind, you know, yeah. like, they were kind of scouting. And I thought yeah. it was just a coyote. Yeah. So they, you know, nothing happened. I wasn't, I really wasn't scared, scared. I also run with mace, like, okay, 90% of the time. Okay. In my hand. Um I need to get some mace. I say I'm going to get mace every month and I never get mace. Yeah. But I have like little weird things. A dog chased me in high school. Nothing major. Um, mm -hmm. I, my answer to the question of, you know, what scares you more? I almost want to say humans, a human with bad intentions. However, I probably could outrun them. See, that's why, that's why I was, that's why I was torn because I mean, you, you said a, a human with bad intentions versus an animal. Like, you don't know what either, that means that person's an animal. <laughs> like, you don't know what they're going to do. And I mean, I've come across that. Like, I know when I first moved over here to Solana Beach, and I don't know if it's because I was new over here or what, but I would run and I, I'm assuming they were high school boys. Like, if you're running, if you are running along with traffic, which you're not supposed to do, but you know, if you're, if you have to cross the street to get to where you have to go, sometimes that happens. And they would like yell at me, like they would get close enough to me and just like go, ah! and would scare the 
kajibis out of me and it had happened like three times and that was uncool because like you don't expect it to happen mm-hmm. um the fourth time it happened i was on my bike so my bike was high enough and so the dude was like right here and he did it and so i kind of went like this and then turned around and just yelled right back at <laughs> So I'm, lu- I'm lucky that he was like, oh, and then they, and they scurried off because they're usually like high school boys. Um, and then um, uh, a grown man in a truck yelled at me. I have no idea what I did. Yeah, um, I've had those. Yeah. So that th- that's, that's that stuff scares me. Um, and I've never had really anyone approach me while I'm running. I used to think the same way as you as you think, like if they come at me, I can I can outrun them. I can't do that right now. I don't think I can do that anymore. Well, I think I think also the likelihood of someone if they were going to try to do something, they're probably going to be like a surprise attack. Like they, you know, yeah. they'd be able to to grab you quicker. That's where I've also heard not to like run with a ponytail. Have you ever heard that? Really? Ponytail, the way that mine yeah. is right now. Yeah. They say not to do that because someone can you just grab, grab your like this. Yeah. It's, yeah. You should bun it up. Well, thank God I wear a bun. <laughs> I'm so small though. I think it would be a quick, you know. But um, so what do you what do you use when you are when you're running? Like what safety things do you use? Like as far as clothing or phone? What do you have? Oh, so I always have my phone. Okay. Same. Um, same. Yeah, I, I always have my phone. I always make sure it has enough juice for m- my music or podcast, but also to, you know, for help. Um, I always carry my mace uh, 95% of the time. Um, and that's pretty much it safety-wise. I usually don't run in the dark. Um, mm-hmm. If I do, I do have flashers mm-hmm. um, that I put onto my belt. Um, or a headlamp or if I forget those I use my phone the, the light on my phone okay um, but that's that's pretty much it is is it the safest I, I don't know I feel yeah. I feel okay when I have my mace with me at least um, mm-hmm. just for case and even even when I feel safe where I'm running I always feel like there could be the dog or that dog that got out of the neighbor's you know mm-hmm. backyard mm-hmm. or something like that and that's kind of more the reason I, I carry that it's so weird you mentioned dogs because I don't even think about dogs. I don't even, it, it, they don't even cross my mind. And I, and I don't know it's, mm. if it's because the neighborhood I'm, I live in, people are always with their dogs and it's always mm-hmm. um, on a leash. Uh, there's one or two people that I've come across where their dog wasn't on a leash and they don't, they don't say anything or do anything when you're running past. And that's the only time I get really annoyed because I don't know if the dog will snap at me. Um, but it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I never, they never crossed my mind. Um, but for me, yeah, I always have my cell phone. I have my, well, my waist, my, my waist belt with my stuff in it. Um, and then I have an ID, like I have an old driver's license that I keep and on the back of it has my recent, you know, address and then my emergency contact phone number. Um, yeah. Um, it's just an old driver's license and I just, uh, put my name and number on the back it's taped on there and then um, my emergency contact just in case something does happen um so I yeah i've heard to have some type of identifying mm-hmm. something on you oh one other thing i do it's not really a thing but i always text my husband where i am that's good always, always. and then like the last time i was on a work trip 
I texted one of my coworkers like, okay. hey, I went out into out from the hotel into the left. <laughs> if I don't come back, yeah. if I'm not back in an hour, send the circle. Yeah. Party. But I always text him like, even if I'm just going to meet up with BGR, because I always think like, what if something happens on the way or um, exactly get separated from the group, whatever, then he always knows where I am. Okay, that's actually really smart. I don't even think to do that either. Um, I don't know. I, we've, I named, we've named our loops, <laughs> the loops that I do. Oh, that's good. So I'm like, I'm doing, uh, what, what's some of the ones I say? Um, I'll say like, I'm doing the lazy loop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm doing the, the, you know, track loop to such and such. Um, that way he kind of okay. knows. Yeah, or the yeah, I, used, I used to text my daughter every time I would go run because she was living with me. So, but now it's yeah. just kind of like, if they find me, they can just call the emergency contact and hopefully that emergency contact will pick up the phone. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, this is very comical to me. I think it's funny, but so yeah, anyway, but um, so do you prefer to run early in the morning or do you, or at night or in the middle of the day? I prefer, I, I feel like I, sh- I should prefer like a, early morning run but not too early if I could mm-hmm. choose um but early morning runs it's still dark mm-hmm. in the beginning mm-hmm. and then running at night obviously yeah still dark I um, love early morning runs yeah for me it just depends on what's going on if mm-hmm. I've had a long day of work or I know I'm gonna have a long day of work then I want to get it out of the way in the morning mm-hmm. then at the end of the day it's harder exactly uh usually early in the mornings there's nobody outside, like nobody. And um, I've only recently been afraid to run in the dark. And I don't know what it is, but um, because I have my headlight and then I have my hand lights that I use um, and those get me through those um, really dark mornings. But um, I wait until right when the sun hits and then I'm, I'm up and I'm, I, I'm out. Um, especially over here near the beach, because if you go run at the beach and run along the beach it's like literally you and there's nobody else out there and it's like it's the best feeling in the morning and um mm. and then like as I'm, as I'm finishing up my run is when people start coming around so it's it's perfect um yeah. but the past couple of weeks I've been running in the middle of the day just to kind of like get some sun get out away from my computer it's okay but it's been hot here lately so it's just yeah. okay um and then I would love to do more evening runs, but they're all south of me. They're like 30 minutes out of, out of the way, plus traffic. So you mean I would like, like group, to group meetups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. So I just, I just try and catch people on the weekends and um, get my run in, but I'm hoping sometime this week I actually go to an evening run. Um, so you, you prefer to run like in terms of feeling safe, you'd rather run where there's nobody around. Mm-hmm. early in the See, morning i'm the opposite mm-hmm. i would rather run where it's like a busy street really um, yeah where there's a lot where there's if especially if i'm if, like if i'm gonna run at night i would rather run where it's busy so in my neighborhood um in the evenings as the sun's going down mm-hmm. we have tons of we're very active out here. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Chula Vista. We are <laughs> we're pretty active. So there's people walking their dogs. There's other people mm-hmm. running. There are people walking. Mm-hmm. It's pretty active. And so I, I feel like if something's going to happen to me, there's so many cars driving around. There's so many people walking around that 
Exactly. Someone's going to hear me scream. Now, when it's really early morning and there's no one around, really, that's where I feel uncomfortable. Really? See, I'm, it's, I'm, I must be creepy then because I love early mornings with nobody around. Now, on Sunday mornings for my long run, I will sleep in just a little bit. I won't do it tomorrow because I want to be on the cheer, cheer squad tomorrow. But um, I noticed that I enjoy starting to run like at 7.30, even like 8.30 in the morning on Sundays because there are other runners out there. And I do feel like, okay you know, I see kind of the same people on Sundays and I, we stop and we chat if, you know, if we know each other. So, um, I'm looking at, uh, these tips that you pulled up. Yeah. On running safety and what people should do. I feel like we hit some of them. Um, yeah. Oh, I, mean, I was looking at don't run alone. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's so hard. Yeah, it's, it's it's extremely hard. We and that's and I and I think that's a good point to even talk about because like when even when I saw it, I was like, yeah, uh, okay, that's. Yeah. I mean, who else am I going to run with? Um, and then well, the other one was, the other one was the do not run with ear earphones. That yeah. one's actually a really good one because like I do when I, in the middle of the day when I know when I know my route, like I will put my earphones on because I know like. Do you put both not, sides? Mm, yes so i don't put both sides and that's i think that's a good I, trick. I don't always i don't always i'm trying to think lately if i have i know lately i have only because there's a loop up here at the top of a the top of the hill mm -hmm. and no traffic is on that loop so i just run that loop two or three times i run with only one in because i want to hear stuff. like oh of like course where there's no traffic i want to hear if like there's a dog i want to hear footsteps behind me that kind of stuff yeah so, mine is on, when i when i have mine on it's up loud enough where i can still hear stuff yeah i don't I, I just don't turn them up um now in a race if i have them on they're going to be turned up especially if it's a hilly race like last week but mm -hmm. um, yeah you could put both in at that point <laughs> right but usually when i'm by myself and i run and, and if i have my earplugs in i have them up loud enough just loud enough to hear whatever I want to hear. It's usually a podcast. Hmm. And, uh, and then, um, but I can still hear what's going on around me. Mm. I get lost in the music sometimes too, though. If I'm listening to music or if I'm listening to a podcast, then I'll start like thinking about what they said in the podcast. Cause I usually will listen to um, like, if I'm not listening to ours for editing purposes, <laughs> I'll listen to like self-help type things. And um or other running podcasts and but I get my mind gets lost in it especially when it's a long run and mm -hmm. so when my mind gets lost in it if I had both in even though I could hear outside stuff I, I wouldn't be able to hear the small things if that makes sense and mm -hmm. and your your hearing is already distorted anyways even if you have just one in but that's where I I heard of that and then I've been doing one thing I don't know though is if you should like switch your ears out like what do you switch mean? which ear I have been doing it because I was kind of like man what if I go <laughs> deaf in one ear oh I see what yeah. you're saying yeah, yeah I don't know about that um but see when I put one in I can't hear anything um you know I can't hear things as clear as I want them to um mm. and then that's a good question you know what my phone has told me before that I had reached it told me I had reached the limit 
of the amount of time that I could be listening to something that loud without causing damage. It was really? weird. Yeah. I actually think I screenshot it. I don't have to like send it to you, but it was like, you, you've been listening that. at this decibel or what the last such and such. We recommend you turn. Well, it how loud is it, BB? <laughs> it must be really loud decimal. <laughs> oh my God. See, see, mine is never that loud. I, I still have to hear what's going on around me. Um, and I, and I, I feel know. like, I feel like I've been a, a runner for so long. Like, even if I can't hear it, I know something's there. And every single time I'm right, something is all, when I turn around and look to the side, there's something there yeah. if I feel it. So, yeah. yeah. So it says, follow basic traffic laws. Okay. Make it social, which we touched on that. Um, I wish I could do more you social know, runs. You know what? On make it social, um, you know how I want to get into more trail running? Something I really think about is like sometimes I'm creeped out on trail runs. Oh, I won't go on a trail by myself. That's one I'm thing I won't do. I will not do it. Yeah. And Especially I'm thinking like- about how I'm going to be a trail runner. And then mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable being out there by myself. I mean, you got to definitely- find a busy trail then. You got to find a trail that's busy with people because there's no yeah. way I'm going to go on a trail by myself. I know. It just, it, dog, dogs, animals, and humans. I, I just really, I feel like, you know, someone could be hiding behind a bush or whatever. Yeah. The only trail I've done by myself that I feel somewhat comfortable with is Lake Hodges. No pun intended. Um, but it's over here in uh, San Diego off the 15. And um, yeah. it's pretty open. So, yeah. like, no matter what direction you go, it, it's like, it's just, it's just open and people can see you. And there's yeah. usually other people on the trail. There's a part of it that gets kind of like a little scary, but it's, it's not that bad. But as far as these other trails that I don't know anything about, nope. That's how I feel about Roar Park and, and not the three mile loop, you know, mm-hmm. around that, that golf course, but mm-hmm. the other golf course, mm-hmm. it is a very busy place. So- um, and then it says light accessories work too, which we were just talking about that, like a spy belt or a little, um, you know, I'm the calling flashers. it a spy belt, but yeah. And then mm-hmm. be visible, wear bright colored or reflective clothing. Now, when I lived over across the way, the place I was telling you I used to live at, I would wear reflective clothing, like the little straps with the, because um, even though I was on the sidewalk, I wanted people to see me coming. Um, do, you run, says, do you run opposite to traffic? Yes, I do. But people, to me, no, no offense, California, but y'all drive very different (laughs) than we do in Missouri. I don't really trust. To be honest, I actually don't even run on. I used to run on the asphalt and Mm -hmm. not on the on the concrete. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Always because it's supposed to be supposed to be. (laughs) Someone needs to do that. Um, easier on your on your legs on your knees. I've heard that too. Um, I don't know but because people are so distracted with cell phones and things like that, exactly. I don't do it anymore. I don't mess exactly. with it. And my routes would be on a sidewalk mainly, but then I, you would have to go into the street in some parts of the run. So that's why I used to wear my ref, my reflective gear. Um, I need to wear it more so over here now that um, I'm running over here, but I usually have my lights. So it's either the lights or the reflective clothing. And then, yes, I do run against traffic unless I have to cross the street and get somewhere. Um, I always have my phone on me and I always carry my ID. So, yeah. Um, but the other one from <laughs> we were laughing at this this one, um, according to active.com, it says don't run alone. And that's all we've been talking about is how we run by ourselves. <laughs> we kind of have no choice. 
Um, but then me and you were talking about the earphones and how I keep my volume down low and you, you use one. So I think we're, we're pretty much following that. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not because I, I have <laughs> both in yeah, my ears. One bud in yeah. and one out. Right. And then I do truly believe in, num in this number three, alter your route, have and I put in oh, yeah. have two or three routes that you can take and go and go different and go in different directions each time because you you don't know who's watching you and you don't oh. know who is who's tracking what you're doing. So if you have three good routes, I would always say to mix them up with with different days and then also to mix it mix the actual run up by starting in a different direction than you normally would. I yeah. I that one's a great piece of advice. I I, I follow that one. Yeah. Um, and it's it's actually good if you don't run at the same time of day too, like you said. Right. Um, you never know who's watching, especially. I always think of that, like when I leave my neighborhood. I'm just mm -hmm. like, you don't know what creepy neighbor you have. Mm -hmm. But I actually I love that point because um, you know how on Strava, mm -hmm. everybody has their stuff out there, and that's yeah, another reason why. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's another reason why it's good to alternate your routes. And and yes, you have like your friends and stuff, but it's still creepy. I put all my I put all the safety features on on Strava. So you can see that I ran. Right. But you can't see from where I ran. And you can also make it to where it doesn't start recording until you're like two miles out from your start point or something. Ooh, I like need to know that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I had mine up so people could see where I was. And then when I realized that, I'll tell you how, I'll tell you exactly how I realized that. This guy got in my, I don't know if you call them DMs on Strava, but somewhere. And he's like, um, we need to meet. We're in the same area. We've got to go on a date. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 no. how we do that. No, 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 no. So it went private <laughs> and delete and block. <laughs> if you can do that on Strava. Yeah, I, I got rid of that. No. So yeah. that I feel like every woman needs to block your block your run routes, but I'll mm -hmm. block it. I don't you never know. And then when I also when I post when I post online, like on my story, I use I I use ways of erasing things like the like the streets and or I'll mm -hmm. put you know, I'll put a block of text over something so you can't really it just looks like a weird circle or whatever. So I do that as well. Yeah. Um this one I thought was interesting. They said um sing self-defense and this is when um you are approached and you hit the sensitive spots on the person's body so it's their solar um plexi their instep nose and groin so what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to elbow your attacker in the stomach stomp on their instep turn and shove your the heel of your hand up their nose and then your knee in their groin so it's called sing for solar plexi, instep, nose, groin. Wow. So you can find that on active.com if you want to look up those safety tips. I thought that was actually a really good one because now I don't know if I could actually do it. I, I'd have to practice it, but that's a yeah. good one to know. So you elbow your attacker like right between like their heart and their, and their stomach. And then you stomp on their instep, turn and shove the, the heel of your hand up their nose and then you knee them in the groin. So, and usually when you watch this on TV, you just see people knee them in the groin that you may not have that, that luxury of doing that. So. 
And then you said, and then you also said carry runner's mace. And that was their last one is to carry runner's mace. Yep. So um, there's this gal. Her name is Nicole, Nick, <laughs> another Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole Snell. I've watched yes. some of her. And it, she does not recommend um, women carry weapons. I thought that was super interesting because there's there's this uh, brand that has women like uh, well it's not necessarily just for women but it's called Go Guarded and they mm-hmm. have these really cool kind of discreet um, knives that women can carry. Yes, I know exactly um, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, they they sell mace as well too and different types of combination things. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. a ring with a silicone mm-hmm. cover. I I've I've been wanting one. Because I just I just feel like it would be cool to have. But when I watched this gal's video, in one of them, she was like, um, the the trainings that I do, I do not recommend that women use, or men, I'm just, I was thinking, but I don't recommend anyone carry a weapon. The training I, I do is how to protect yourself um, and how to get yourself away from your attacker, not how to you know, hurt, hurt your attacker or, you know, fight it's back. You're going to make them more mad if, if, you, if you hurt them. Like if you, you yeah. know, like if you, if you stab them or something and they can still come at you, they're just going to be more pissed. Yeah. That's just the way or I see it. Weapon, or use it against you. Yeah. So it's a weapon, but I feel like, you know, again, for the animal, if I can spray it and before you even get close to me, right? then, then we're going to do that. So then, so let's, let's switch gears to like, what is your scariest type of run? There's one thing to be safe because you have to be safe, you know, you know, with the, with your surroundings, but like, what has been your scariest run? Like, has it been like, you know, falling on something or you're too close to the edge on something or, you know, something like that? Oh man. I don't know. Honestly, the scariest run I've ever had was in high school. Um, there, we were running we were running this loop anyway and i mm-hmm. um i got i fell behind the lead pack just mm-hmm. i couldn't hit. but the the girls and guys that were slower were pretty ways back so i was just in this zone by myself mm-hmm. and we happened to go um in this area right before we get to the school but it's kind of like a little more secluded and the houses back there are a little more run down and i'm just running and i'm you know i just i'm not even worried about catching up to the lead pack anymore and this guy comes up on his bike and I couldn't tell you what he said, but I just, the, the way he said it, how he said it, it was a sexual uh, comment. It was just uh, best. And then on the other side, so there's houses on the right of me. And then to the left of me, it's just bushes, right? Just, shrubbery, uh, you know, so your mind is just running. Um, he makes this comment. He, as he's riding by me, he goes up to the the stop sign before I turn and he just sits there on his bike and he's just waiting. And I was just, like, girl, I caught up. When I tell you I caught up to that lead pack. <laughs> I'm in a new pace now. <laughs> and, then, and then, and when I got back, I got caught up to them right at the end. Um, we're back on the track and coach turns around and he's like high-fiving me. He's like, good job. And I just broke down into tears i was so petrified of this person yeah that's that's what i always think of i'm just like 
you know humans with bad intentions I just oh yeah yeah yeah. I don't think I've ever had that type of experience I think the closest one to that would be when I was running along the beach and there's a part where the runners can either stay on the sidewalk or they're kind of like in the bike lane to keep going straight Mm -hmm. and and this was like during the height of COVID so like everyone was like trying to like stay their their distance but yeah, yet they yeah. were trying to get their right it was, it was crazy and so um so if, if you saw runners coming opposite of you you're trying to stay on the outside of the sidewalk so you can go straight up the hill and so i was just following the runners in front of me and this guy i don't know again like he rolled down his window and I'm not going to repeat what he said, um, but it, it scared the crap out of me. And I had to keep running like it, like it, like he didn't shake me, you know, but it was just like, it shook me. Like I was for the rest of the run, I was just kind of like, like really tense. Yeah. And this just happened like what, two, not even two years ago. And I think I just don't like being yelled at. It's like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> not, I'm not going to move because if I move, then you can hit me with your car. So, or another car can hit me. So, um, but he was yelling at me because he said I was in the way of the cars or something. And it's like, as long as you see me and you can't hit me, I don't know. I don't understand why you're yelling at me. Cause there was just so many people out there at the time and everyone was like happy to be outside, but at the same time trying to keep their distance. And so, and when he came up from behind and yelled at me, it was, it was nerve wracking. Now that is a part of Solana beach where you have to run on that side of the street, whether you're going North or South. And so sometimes you are running with traffic. Yeah. And so because I was running with traffic and coming up the hill, it was easy for him to like roll his window down and scream. And I, that that shook me for a while. Because I was just like, dude, are you, are you serious? <laughs> and, and you're talking about COVID. I feel like people's minds are in different places now. Like there's just, I just, I just, I don't take people for granted. Like, no, not, not that's not what I meant to say. I don't, um, I just don't put it past people anymore. Right. Especially right. because of COVID. Things, things, people have just gotten weird. You just never right. know. Because we don't really know what's going on with COVID. You can't just tell us one minute we have to wear these masks for so long. And all of a sudden, just take the mask off and go back to work. And you're like, okay. So it's Everyone's all weird. Everyone's frustrated. Everyone's upset. And then, you know, they're just taking it out on each other. Exactly. So... You know, that's all I've got for safety tips. And I hope that everybody out there is being safe when they're running. And um, they take, you know, our our three main tips out of the day was the cell phone. I would say the ID and not wearing your earplugs. I think that's the top three that we have. And then um, and then again, I really like the self-defense one, seeing, you know, getting them in the stomach, stopping them in their instep, shoving the heel of your hand in their nose and getting that growing with the knee. I just, again, I feel like at least if I can see you coming, I can probably yeah. get away from you. <laughs> I'm that older now, so I might be in my pants, but I'm going to run. <laughs> yeah, that 800 is about can. to kick in. <laughs> All right, BB, until next time. Until next time. Hold up, wait. It's BB from the Rise and Run podcast with BB and Nick. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, did you enjoy this episode? Well, Nick and I would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and on Anchor. And that way, you'll know when new episodes are published. And be sure to rate it so that Spotify can recommend us to other listeners. Lastly, 
Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at riseandrun.podcast and tag us in your run photos. We love and appreciate the support. And remember, tomorrow's a new day to rise and run.